Good morning, and we welcome back to the program State Representative Randy Fry, who is our uh, bookend guest for the week. He was with us on Monday, and he's with us this morning to uh, kind of recap what's been going on with the special session at the State House. Good morning to you, Randy. How are you doing on this Friday morning? Uh, well, I'm good, Tom. Uh, it's a busy week, as you know, with the special session. Uh, we're hopeful that we can wind it up by uh, Friday of next week. Uh, if not, uh, we have to be done, I think, by the 14th of August. But um, we've uh, we've been very busy uh, as the Senate, and uh, hopefully we can, uh, at the end of this session, pass some meaningful legislation. And, of course, uh, from your end, uh, in the House uh, been, has been dealing with uh, the uh, tax relief measure. And uh, what can you tell us where uh, that stands at this point? Tom, that uh, bill will be on third reading today. Uh, third reading is where you debate the merits of the bill. Yesterday it was on second reading and had substantial amount of amendments offered. Some were accepted. Uh, one that I offered was accepted, and it uh, would allow uh, part of a million dollars set aside to help install safe haven baby boxes to be used to uh, advertise and promote the boxes. So we'd be able to use some of that money for billboards and uh, public service announcements, uh, media. So uh, I think it's very important. Not only do we have baby boxes, but we also know where they are. And so I'm very pleased with that. Uh, the bill uh, is uh, similar to what uh, the governor had proposed earlier, and it's a uh, $225 rebate per Indiana taxpayer back to uh, those who uh, uh, filed the Indian income tax uh, in 2021. So. Uh, for a family, it'd be $450 that you receive back from the state. Uh, should this bill get through the Senate, it'll be over there next week. Um, unlike the federal stimulus, uh, some of that, uh, that comes from the federal government, of course, is borrowed money. This is your money. This is money you sent to the state, and we're simply returning it because we just uh, have more money than we, uh, that we need. And, of course, we yeah. talked earlier in the week about uh, those who think that uh, – the gas tax uh, should be lowered to help Hoosiers with uh, dealing with inflation. Um, has there been a lot of uh, testimony uh, in support of that, or at least uh, uh, some uh, amendments uh, that have been floated uh, from uh, lawmakers uh, going toward that direction? Uh, there have been, Tom, and I think there's a bill in the Senate that has some of that in it. And eliminating or decrease, decreasing the gas tax is not a bad idea. Hoosiers are hurting at the pump. Um, the decision that was made in the House and that continues in this bill is the better option. Not not uh, that uh, suspending the gas tax is a bad idea, but the better option is to give Hoosiers their money back up front. Whether you spend it on gasoline or groceries or medications, it's up to you um, versus um, having to suspend the gas tax for 9 to 12 months in order to get the $225 back uh, for uh, uh, savings on the on the gasoline tax. So, um, again, we talked about 40% of the fuel bought in Indiana is bought by people out of state or by corporations. Um, we want Hoosiers to have the savings. There's no guarantee the gas station owner will pass along 100% of the uh, gas tax that would be taken off. So, at some point, we have to put it back on. The roads have to be maintained and. Some of the reason that we have the surplus that we have is because of uh, all aspects of Indiana, uh, Indiana's economy, not only uh, gasoline, but it's also because of income taxes and uh, 
and uh, taxes on the sales tax on other items. So this is uh, not just a gasoline tax refund. This is a refund of your tax dollars uh, that you can uh, use as you see fit. And you, of course, you mentioned the um, the number of uh, folks who uh, actually use uh, you know the gas pumps in Indiana. Um, are there other pitfalls to uh, uh, to uh, suspending the gas tax that you see? One would be that the cost of asphalt has just gone up and up and up. And so one of the things we have to be mindful of is it's going to cost a lot more money to do the same projects that um, we were doing last year. So um, we're going to have to have additional revenue for road maintenance. And the gas tax funds roads. Uh, sales tax funds the state. So big difference here. So, uh, And then I, I can't imagine there would be a point in time when the consumer would say, yeah, it's okay. Let's put the gas tax back on. Uh, so I, I think uh, our better bet is to stay with our plan here, and that is to rebate the tax dollars back to the people who sent it to the state. You know, Tom, it's, it's pretty unusual for a state to give money back. So I think this is a, it's a good idea and one that I support. Yeah, and that's the thing with uh, folks. It's human nature. Once you get those, those freebies, uh, they don't want to let them go. Yeah, well, I mean, it would... At some point, the roads are. We, we still have to maintain roads, and yep. we have to have the money. So we we would run out of the the revenue, the surplus, and at that point, we'd have to put the gas tax back on. So uh, who knows what the price of gas will be at that point? Maybe lower, and maybe considerably higher. So uh, just uh, just it isn't a bad idea, as I say. I just don't think it's the best option and what we have available. And of course, as you mentioned, the uh, road uh, maintenance. Of course, you've got a lot of. Um initiatives out there uh, that you know the governor's uh, next level uh, program and then also the uh, community uh, crossing grants program that's uh, very popular especially among government agencies and uh, in particular uh, some of the uh, uh, government entities uh, that are in your district well i think if you ask your county commissioners they would say please don't suspend the gas tax because they're struggling because of fuel and uh, cost of asphalt and other projects but uh, they they want to continue to get the money that they need in order to continue to maintain the roads. Community Crossing is a wildly successful program that provides grants to uh, local units of government for road maintenance and repair. So overall, I, I think uh, we're on the right track. And I will give you an update on State Road 101, the new 101 coming from Mark Dam up to I-74. Uh, the project is moving forward, and uh, there will uh, have been multiple meetings on it recently. And, and I think you'll be able to begin to see uh, movement on that project. A project like that takes five to six years. And so we're just into the first year, and a lot of that's planning and design and hiring the uh, various corporations that will be uh, working uh, to get that project built. Now, of course, a lot of that involves land acquisition. And uh, have you uh, had any uh, blowback from anybody in the affected area as far as uh, uh you know, this project and uh, their interests? Well, I think mostly, Tom, the environmental study will uh, come first and we'll get some of a rough idea where the road would go. And then you meet with the uh, landowners. And uh, if there's a landowner that specifically just doesn't want the property uh, to sell the property, I think there's uh, options of maybe moving the road somewhat. but uh, I can tell you, if the road came through my farm, I wouldn't be happy. Um, but on the other hand, uh, we have to have roads. And so 
It's, um, hopefully we can work with those who uh, don't necessarily want to sell their land for the road to, uh, to go a different route and not uh, completely uh, mess up the project, but uh, respect the landowner. And then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick timeout. We'll continue our conversation with State Representative Randy Fry as we uh, look back at this week at the uh, Special General Assembly session and look ahead to next week. And it's coming up right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our chat with State Representative Randy Fry and um, uh, looking over to the at what the Senate has done this week, of course, that's the uh, one that has really seemed to get all the headlines is the abortion issue. And uh, what can you tell us as far as uh, where things stand with that? Yeah, well, uh, Tom, I think there were 64 amendments yesterday on that particular bill, Senate Bill 1, uh, and was in the Senate yesterday. The Senate went till 1230 this morning. Uh, they'll be back today and back Saturday. So uh, that uh, is uh, a lot for uh um, a special session. We normally aren't there on Friday or Saturday, so uh, it tells you how uh, difficult this particular legislation is. Um, I know there were many, many amendments. I know there were some folks who particularly don't care for the bill as it was drafted and filed and uh, came out of committee. Uh, so we'll see what they finally came up with and whether it'll even pass on third reading. Uh, that'll be on Saturday, and we'll have to stay tuned to see if that bill can pass out of uh, the Senate. And uh, after that, uh, assuming the bill passes, it'll come to the House. And uh, I think on Monday, the process will start over again on our side of the chamber. And uh, It's an extremely emotional issue. Uh, everyone has an opinion on it, and, and uh, people are all over the board. So uh, we're just going to have to wait and see what they send us and then see what we can do with it. And um, I hope your listeners will understand that it takes 51 votes in the House to get a bill. And so someone may not accept uh, the bill, uh, may not be happy with the bill that comes from the Senate or the final bill that we end up voting on uh, may not be quite what they want. But the options are you vote for a bill that greatly restricts abortion, even if it doesn't go quite far enough for you, or you leave business as usual. And uh, so for me, that's uh, not acceptable. And we'll have to figure out uh, what that final bill looks like. And by this time next week, we'll have a much better idea of what we're looking at. And, of course, uh, yesterday you had uh, 18 uh, of your uh, fellow Republicans who had offered up some amendments, and uh, they were uh, trying to get rid of the exceptions. And uh, as far as that's concerned, and, uh, you know, the, they uh, they take the vote, and they have enough to uh, sway some folks. So, I mean, if, if it doesn't um, – if this bill does not pass – to, uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow uh what happens then is it dead or does it get booed to next week or exactly what happens yeah that's a great question and uh, a bill that that doesn't pass the senate can't come to the house so that particular bill and that particular language would not move forward however there is a process in the house where we can start a bill of our own 
which would uh, then uh, have a different language in it that would be drafted and filed um, probably Monday. We'll know for sure on Saturday if it passes or it doesn't. If it doesn't pass, I'm sure there'll be a House bill on Monday, uh, and that process will then begin in the House. It will have to get through the House and then go back to the Senate, which would then extend the special session by probably another week. And uh, speaking of uh, next week, uh, can you kind of give us a, a preview of uh, what to expect as far as uh, you know, House and uh, possibly uh, Senate action and what uh, would be considered? Well, the Senate will be taking up the House Bill 1001, which is the tax cut bill, and we'll see what they do. Uh, as you know, Tom, uh, we'll have to see what their version looks like. It'll certainly be amended, and then at that point, you'll have to go to conference committee where the differences will have to be worked out. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, what what that looks like and whether that bill can even get through. At this particular point in uh, uh, this special session, there's just so many unknowns. We're just going to have to wait and, uh, and try to wade through each one uh, as uh, as they come about. Uh, the House will begin taking up pro-life legislation. We're uh, going to deal with the overturning of Roe v. Wade, and we're going to have to wait and see whether the Senate sends us a bill that we can begin to work with and and uh, amend or whether we have to start with our own bill, try to pass it out of the House and send it back over to the Senate and see what they can do with it. So, um, you know, it, it is very concerning that a bill, if, if the Senate can't get their own pro-life bill out, can they get the House's pro-life bill out? So uh, all this is uh, just to say that uh, we have a lot of work to do and a lot of decisions have to be made. Some of these decisions are not easy, um, you know, to, uh, Support life is, uh, for me, is, is the most important thing that we do. And uh, so but you have to understand that there are some folks who are very emotional about this issue. And whether they we're talking about the pregnancy of a 13-year-old versus a, a 23-year-old, is there a difference? Um, and so, again, this is uh, very emotional. We're just going to have to wade through it and uh, see what we finally come up with. What I do want everyone to know, though, is if we pass a bill that isn't perfect, the options that we have are to pass a bill that isn't perfect or to pass nothing. If we pass nothing, you have business as usual. It would be the same as if Roe v. wasn't overturned. So those are probably going to be the options that we have in front of us. And so uh, this, this so everyone understands we don't always have the option of voting on the bill that we really would prefer. And, of course, uh, you've been through uh, special sessions before, but uh, I imagine this is, um, and I think we had, we had talked about this earlier in the week, but uh, can you reiterate uh, how unusual that uh, this particular session is for you? It's very unusual. Normally, we're not there in the summer. Last fall, if you remember, we were there for a week to do the new districts because COVID had delayed the census and the data was late getting to us. And that was very unusual, and, and this is even more so. But, uh, Tom, I believe in the uh, years that Indiana has been a state from 1816 to today, this is the most important legislation that we'll deal with. And so we have to take our time. We have to be respectful. We have to approach this from a position of love for the mother and the baby. And we have to figure out what to do about it and how to, how to make this possible. If we're going to require a lady to carry a baby to term, then we have to help her. Um, some of these uh, situations are not so easy. Some of these folks are not in the same social economic status as others. And so 
Uh, in our uh, bill, uh, House Bill 1001, there's money in there for helping with uh, deliver, labor and delivery, prenatal care. Uh, there's um, money in there uh, to help have baby boxes available for a mom who simply can't raise the baby. So all of this is very uh, difficult, and uh, um, we just have to, uh, again, we just have to continue to work together um, until you can get 26 senators to agree, 51 reps to agree, and a governor, you don't have legislation. And to say, um, this is uh, this is all I'll accept, uh, again, if you say that, then I understand it. I understand that position. If you say that and you don't get that, then if you vote against this particular bill, then you are voting for business as usual, as if Roe v. Wade wasn't overturned. Um, that's what makes this so difficult, is you, you may not want to vote for a provision that's an exception in the bill, but can you leave business as usual? For me, Tom, the most important thing here is to put an end to, to abortion as birth control. Um, and that, that's my number one goal, and then we'll hopefully uh, we can continue to um, get this legislation right. Are you t- still taking uh, comments from folks, uh, at least uh, as much as oh, you can? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and of course. How can, how can, and how can they go about uh, reaching you? I know that, uh, for example, uh, you know during the uh, during the, the session, it's a little bit tougher uh, on by phone. But uh, how are some ways that uh, folks can uh, get a hold of you to uh, voice their thoughts? We can certainly send me a message on Facebook. You can call our office at the state house and leave a message. Um, we're, our, our calendar is so full that it would be very difficult to uh, respond to a cell phone calls. So I would think that uh, the best route would be to, be to send me a message uh, on, uh, on social media or just to call the office. My staff goes through all those messages, and we see all of them. So I do want to hear from you. I want to hear your thoughts. And uh, we're going to do the best we can to uh, represent uh, the people. Anything else, uh, State Representative Randy Fry, before uh, we let you get back to it? Well, I would appreciate the prayers of all your listeners that we can continue to be civil amongst each other. There's a lot of emotion here. Some people don't agree on this issue. And for me, it's um, the most important issue that we've dealt with in my time in the General Assembly. So we need to, we need to be careful not to alienate people. We could make a bill so restrictive that we would absolutely prevent uh, any abortions in Indiana and force those moms to leave the state. I don't want that. I want the mom to deliver the baby. I don't want them to go someplace else to, uh, to terminate the pregnancy. So um, I think uh, we have, our approach is everything here, and the support uh, for the lady who is pregnant is uh, vital. If we can do both of those, I think we win. Um, but to just uh, say uh, completely eliminate abortion without the support uh, would be to uh, just force someone to drive to another state, Illinois, for instance, will be uh, a destination. So I don't want that. State Representative Randy Fry, thank you again for your time this morning. And, uh, of course, we'll uh, be keeping tabs on uh, what's going on, and uh, we will talk to you uh, once again pretty soon. Thank you, Tom, for having me on.